got a little bit of revenge. You've fucking doomed us all. You've doomed the legacies of greats like myself. The fucking greatest. Number one ass in the world for wrestling. The best wrestler in the world. I guess except for tonight being the only exception because of David Finley. David Finley just beat me. Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome to the Never Open Podcast. Uh, my name's Andy, sometimes known as Mr. Andy or Mr. Guy, and uh, today's kind of a sad day. I, you know, I'm sorry. You can probably hear it in my voice a little bit. Not very happy, uh, and um, I don't know whose fault it is. I'm not really worried about that, but uh, you know, because of some of the results on the recent uh, New Japan show and some of the things that have been going on and the direction they're headed, that uh, Luke, uh, who is the host of the show, has decided that he's not interested in talking about New Japan anymore. So, um, you know, we kind of had a little blow up a little bit, and, you know, these things happen. Uh, sometimes things happen. People disagree about stuff, and... Uh, I'm not, you know, the best at communicating sometimes, so, you know, maybe some of this is my fault. I don't know. I'm not very happy about it, but, you know, there's this this saying in entertainment, and that is that the show must go on, and I consider this show to be entertainment, and I really appreciate those of you that are going to stick with us going through this and figure out where we're going to go from here. Um, maybe we'll have to start some campaign to get Luke back. Uh, you know, maybe we'll need to tweet at him. I don't know, um, but... Uh, you know, for now, this is what we're going to have to do. So, uh, you know, I, I've done podcasts before where it's just me and it's very bad. It's not good. So, um, I had to reach out to somebody and, and before we bring that person in, uh, to, that's going to be our secret, you know, kind of replacement co-host for the day. I uh, just want to let folks know we are a new Japan podcast, a never open podcast. And, uh, you know, we cover new Japan almost every week, uh, depending on the schedule. And we like to make jokes and cuss and, and all that kind of stuff that, uh, we like to do. So, it's, you know, I, we're going to do our best on the show, and I appreciate, you know, like I said, I appreciate the listeners. This may not be the best episode we ever do, um, and uh, I, you know, am keenly aware of that. So, uh, but before we, you know, get into this and, and move into the wrestling stuff, you know, I want to bring in our our guest um, uh, co-host. So, you know, I guess now I'm the host, and the co-host is somebody that y'all know and y'all love, and somebody's been on the show a couple times, and we're so thankful to have him back. Um, let's welcome him in. He is Gourmet Burger Makabe. Hello, Mr. Andy. It's me, Togi Makabe. How you doing, Makabe? I'm good. I'm uh, preparing to make an insanity burger today. It's uh, it's a burger that's really hot. It has mayonnaise. Really? It has bourbon, oh, smoked bacon, brioche burger buns. Okay. Oh, well, four okay. thin slices of red Leicester cheese. Okay, well, that's awesome. I mean, you know, I guess... Tabasco we, Chipotle. We knew what we were going to get when we were going to have you on, but, you know, we discussed this a little bit, that you were going to talk about wrestling today with us. Is that right? Uh, well, yeah. Sure, but okay. you need to realize, Mr. Andy, that since I work for New Japan Pro Wrestling, anything I say to you that you don't know is New Japan Pro Wrestling news. So that's covered in the news section of the show, which means 
if you don't mind, I'm going to uh, let you know the ingredients of this insanity burger. Okay. So we'll start. We'll start with uh, look one three quarter pounds of ground chuck steak. Okay. Olive oil, one large red onion, one splash of white wine vinegar. Okay. Two large gherkins. That's that's pickles. Four sesame topped brioche burger buns. Yeah. You're not just going to have one burger. No, you're going to have multiple. Yeah, I get it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Four to eight slices of smoked bacon. Four tablespoons. Sorry, teaspoons of oh, yellow that's mustard. That's really important. We but I love mustard, wrong, yeah. so just go to the tablespoons. Okay, all right. Yeah, Tabasco chipotle sauce. Mm, yeah. Four thin slices of red Leicester cheese. Okay. And four teaspoons of tomato ketchup. Now, okay. there's also a burger sauce involved. Really? Right. Okay. Yes. I, you know this is wonderful and everything. Um, oh, how long is this new section going to be, Makabe? Look, I just need to tell you that for the burger sauce part of it, for some reason you need a quarter of an iceberg lettuce, uh, two heaping tablespoons of mayonnaise, one heaping tablespoon tomato ketchup, one teaspoon. Tabasco chipotle right. sauce. Okay, okay. Is this all this is going to be? Is this going to be you just listing ingredients? I mean, you know, I got two questions well, for you, Mark. Is this going to be all it is? Or are you ever going to get to tell us how to fucking cook the thing? Well, I've got the preparation part right here. Like, for the best burger, you go to your butcher and ask him to grind one three-quarter pounds of chuck steak for you. This cut has a really good balance of fat, flavor, some meat. Divide it into four and with wet hands, okay. roll okay. each piece into a yeah, bowl. Yeah, I can see this is not going to go anywhere. So, um, all right. Well, thank you so much, Makabe. I appreciate your help and everything. I guess I'm going to have can, to do this by myself. So, uh, can I can I stay on the line like Wato? Yeah, but we're going to put you on hold, okay? Um, oh. And if you want to come back in and, and maybe list some ingredients, we'll see. And I I don't know, okay. folks. To me. This isn't going to work. So I, let's try to call Luke and talk him into uh, getting back on the show here. Because, I mean, this is, you know, I, I just can't. I I thought we were going to get more out of Makabe. I don't know what I was thinking, but let, let's see if we can get Luke in here. So, Hey, Luke. Hey, what's up, dude? Oh, you know, just doing the podcast. I was wondering if you'd rejoin. We tried to get... Uh, a co-host to replace you, and it didn't work, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I'm allowed to break character now, the fact that I did all that, we both did all that without fucking laughing our asses off. That um, was fun, right? <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Oh, man. Jeez, all you need is just one pretentious-sounding burger recipe, and you're good to go. <laughs> Oh, dear, it's a Jamie Holliver recipe. So there you go. <laughs> dear listeners, thank you for putting up with that. That was uh, that's our way of dealing with the uh, events of this weekend. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, if you if you follow us on the Tweety, which you can do at Never Open Pod, or uh, myself Grumpy Two EB, or at Grumpy Two EB, or Mr. Andy at Drews for Tweets. Uh, yeah. You might see some reactions that are not like a lot of the other reactions <laughs> for the New Japan Cup, which is what we're covering today. Don't worry, everyone. I'm, I'm not leaving or anything like that. 
uh, I, st- I still love New Japan, and, uh, you know, I love doing the show, so. <laughs> All right, but, uh, yeah. Um, I guess we'll get into things as we, we go will. Well, Luke, okay, so, you know, we're going to do a little different. Like, things are going to be a little different today, yeah. for real. For realsies, they're going to be different. And what that is is that, you know, me and Luke got kind of pissy with um, watching all these tag matches that are meaningless, and, you know, they're just... Normally, they have something, some redeeming quality, and there were just so many that had none. So we're going to be a little yeah. more results-oriented with the uh, kind of breakdown of the of the stuff. And we're going to give some opinions. And I was hoping here at the start that uh, we could talk a little bit about, you know, what is bugging you, Luke. You know what I mean? Because we've, we've kind of had some irritating things happen in New Japan. Yeah. And I'm not as emotional about them as you are. However, I am frustrated. And I just wanted you to kind of explain right. to folks what's going on in, in that, that mind of yours, you know? Okay. So the I, um, I think there's two kinds of things I'm feeling. There's the unreasonable emotion. And that's... Um, anything jay white you know what i'm like i just want him to win all the time that's fine that that is what it is that's kind of the unreasonable emotion of it all but i think the more reasonable uh feelings that at least i think they're reasonable is uh the choice for the winner of the new japan cup um i get the story that they're trying to tell i get they got a new faction they got to build up i get it i don't like it and uh, what happened after the match, I don't like that either. Uh, it's, uh... yeah, so look, if you expect me to do anything like shitty on match quality, that's not happening. Because I saw nothing but amazing wrestling, especially in the in the New Japan Cup matches. Uh, I would say out of the whole New Japan Cup, there's one guy that in, in two matches, and one of them does feature that guy, but in two matches... He beats one of my favorites and then loses to one of my least favorites. And he fucking crushed it every time. So I'm not going to shit on match quality. I, I don't think I really ever have. Uh, I guess unless uh, Okada pulls out dirty fucking money clips. What, yeah, what about that uh, that death match on the island? What do I... Oh, <laughs> you didn't like that. <laughs> no. I don't think anyone likes that, dude. I think that's the room of New Japan Pro Wrestling matches. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh man, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like some people may have warmed up to that guy and all that kind of stuff, but I feel like I've gone in the opposite direction <laughs> yeah, over time. It's frustrating, and, man. I, I'm with you. Yeah. I I just one of the things that's frustrating to me is that in the finals last night, um, there were things that happened in that that I've never seen before, I didn't think were possible. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, you know, the person doing them is, is you know, uh, problematic, you know, is, uh, is itself problematic. And uh, it's just something we're going to discuss in detail as we get towards the end of the show. But... You know, we are, I think we do a good job of making light of even some of the heavy shit and having fun with it and stuff like that. So that's kind of what we're going to try our best to do. And that involves skipping over some of the tag matches so we don't have to talk about them endlessly. But we'll be covering the New Japan um, tournament matches in detail. But um, 
Is there any now, news, uh, Luke, or is there any, is there any news or anything that we got to cover, or anything else to kind of talk about as far as that goes? I don't think there's any major news that. Um, no, I don't think there is any major news well, uh, unless back. you've got something. I mean, uh, yeah. sorry. Uh, yeah, we will. I guess we'll talk about that last show because will, uh, yeah. I got the times wrong. But um, <clears throat> yeah, Yo is back, uh, which is cool. And, uh, you know, um, as much as I've missed him, him coming back, I'm just like, yeah, but show's been doing so good as a singles guy. Well, don't I'm worry, just Luke. Like, He's still going to be a singles guy. Don't worry. Yeah. So. I've, I've, yeah. So, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm super happy. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I don't want anyone to be injured out and, uh, lose out on, you know, doing what they love. So. And, you back, know, to some of the people who are fairly new to New Japan, remember before we talked about, you know, early in the show, we talked about how they're kind of closed-minded, not closed-minded, sometimes they're closed-minded, but I mean, they're kind of, uh, they keep it close to the close to the chest, close to the vest, however you want to say that, uh, these how injury things. Someone is, yeah. And so when people come back, it's usually out of nowhere, and they keep that secret very well. And so you don't hear Meltzer saying, like, well, you know, Yo's coming back. I don't know why he sounds like that, but um, you don't hear that very often unless it's a super major star and he's got some kind of inside track on it, and usually he's wrong. So, like, you know, it's interesting how they're able to keep these kinds of things secret, and it works so much better. And it's just, I mean, surprises in wrestling matter. And when something is a surprise, it makes it more important no matter what it is, even if it's something tiny. So. And uh, if you ever want to do another uh, Meltzer impression, just stick another 500 your nose in there. (laughs) And uh, I I think you'll get it. Okay. Um, You know. uh, (laughs) We'll work on it. (laughs) I don't dislike him either. So, like, you know. I don't. I don't love him or dislike him. Like I don't. You know, it's fine. I'm not a fan, but it's. I don't hate the guy. I just. I'm not really a yeah. fan. I just think, you know, I don't know. He's just like a shameless self promoter, and he acts like he isn't. He acts like he's out to like educate everybody. And sounds when, like he's a, a rest, It sounds like he's in the wrestling industry. Right. It, well, one of my favorite things ever that he'll do is someone who clearly is ignorant and not not in a negative way they just don't know they haven't been educated and his supposedly his his thing's called the newsletter the wrestling observer newsletter which would insinuate that he's trying to educate people and so like someone will come at him with some shitty take cuz they don't know what they want and they'll just be like reading is your friend and shit on him and then the army of Meltzer followers will shit on that person and then that person probably never watches wrestling again you know Damn! Fuck you. Jeez, that that makes me want to pay the seven ninety nine uh, <laughs> a month. Uh, yeah, but uh, all right. Uh, yes, I did miss the yo thing. That is some big news and some good news. So uh, yeah. welcome back, yo. That's that's fucking cool. Uh, I don't think there's any other major news that isn't related to uh, what we're going to talk about over the next five shows. So shall we? I don't know. When do you want to do the Kojima tweet now or after the main event of the last show? <laughs> right now, right now, we gotta right, do the Kojima do tweet now. So fuck, I love Mr. Bread. Uh, yeah, this is pretty amazing, and I'm, you know, fortunately and unfortunately, this has a video component which cannot be experienced through audio, uh, you know, medium. But I will do my best, and so you know, I highly recommend you seek out uh, Satoshi Kojima's Twitter account. I think it's like Cozy underscore Lariat. 
it's amazing. He's the best. And we all know that we love Kojima and we love it when he tweets. So this week he's tweeting again, of course. And there is this thing in Japan called the um, Ponta card. And early in the week, uh, it was, uh, you know, Mr. Brett is, is asking Twitter, what is this thing? What's a Ponta card? I need this. What is this? And apparently it's some kind of like rewards card that you get. And when you make purchases at different places in Japan, you build up rewards okay. and you can buy things uh, with those rewards. For example, dog treats. And if you've never seen them before, Kojima has long-haired chihuahuas, and they are adorable and tiny, and he talks to them in uh, soft, hushed tones, and it's it's just the cutest thing ever. So he tweeted a video um, that had some big, words along man. with it and has some audio. little dogs. Yeah. And it's of his little dogs, yeah. So this is our Kojima tweet of the week. Quote, Please see the video of the two people, too who had good feelings yesterday, thanks to the Ponta card. <laughs> and um, that's the tweet, but his dogs bark. And this is what they sound like. <laughs> oh, I also, yeah. <laughs> I also love that, like, you know, you got this big, tough, motherfucker mr bread and he's got the most adorable little chihuahua dogs that you could think of yeah <laughs> they sound like a squeak toy you know like yeah. if you know it's like a squeaky toy like for that. a bigger dog that's what they sound like so. <laughs> that was amazing that was one highlight of the week so there's that all, all right. right well i'm ready to rock whenever you are man all right dude here we go new japan cup night 10 at Corican hall now uh I'm going to speed through these. If Andy wants to add anything, he can I do not. interrupt me. All right. So we got Doki, El Desperado, and Suzuki. Hey, return of Despy 2 belts. We haven't seen him in a while. And this is the only time we see him over the five fucking nights, oh. I think. <laughs> versus uh, and uh, versus uh, Kenta, Shredder, and uh, Jado. So it's... Return of uh, Desperado Dose Belts, which is I'm I'm very happy about. But you know, numero dose by Desperado Dose Belts onto Jado. And for some reason Kenta and Suzuki are still screaming and fighting each other, even though their match is over. So yes. Here, then I'll we do got the next that. one. How about that? And then we'll trade right. off. How about that? So the next one is Kanemaru, Taichi, and Zack Saber Jr. versus Great Okan, Jeff Cobb, and Shitface. And Tour of the Islands on Kanemaru. Yep. <laughs> and I'm like, Suzuki should just go for the nose. Go for the nose, go for the nose, go for the nose. <laughs> Which will be a comment I'll have about the uh, grand final. But uh, yes. And next we have uh, Taguchi, uh, Hiroki Goto, and Yuji Nagata versus Sonata, Sh uh, Takagi Shingo, and Bushi. And uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, I thought Bushi might lose. So, you know, Nagata or Goto could get a win back. But no, O'Connor Bridge on Taguchi by Sonata. Now let's and, talk about the good shit. I mean, yeah. the best of shit. The two mid-carters for life. <laughs> yeah, so this match is fine. It's David Finley versus Yoshihashi. Uh, you know, some small part of my brain is just like, wow, imagine if Yoshihashi wins here. He would have gone further than both Goto and Ishii. And, of course, that's really stupid and fair enough. <laughs> but this, this match is fine. I really like this sliding trip thing that Yoshihashi did. Uh, David has some fucking 
gnarly backbreakers. I really they're like good, them. Right? They're We're going to see good. quite a few of those over the next few nights too. Yeah. And look, I know I know Gino Gambino got me with a sick burn because I said I was looking forward to this match and he said, so no one said, said no one ever. <laughs> but I think I was excited for it because I don't think this is a one-on-one matchup I'd ever seen before. So I always get excited for those. Well, that he was and, right, said no one ever, right? That's why yeah. I've never seen it before. So. <laughs> and... And it was it was fine. Uh, Finley advances. Yeah, it gets a little better towards the end. Towards the end, they kind of pick up the pace a little bit. A lot of yelling from Yoshihashi. I was gonna do sound clips of it, and I was like, no, that's not worth the the effort, you know? Because I mean, he here's what he sounds like anyway. So um, <laughs> that's funny. But uh, Finley. This is the beginning of Finley's story here, and uh, his yeah. story is very good, and he gets better and better as it progresses, and he, uh, you know, whether he has chemistry with Yoshihashi or not didn't matter, because Finley is on a mission to have fantastic matches, and he does a great job. He did a counter to the butterfly lock uh, that was a sweet-ass blue thunder bomb. <laughs> Like, how do you yeah. counter? This is awesome shit. His counters are great. He's hitting all kinds of moves. And the speed at which he hits moves is really cool. He's like a fast heavyweight, you know? And it's pretty cool. It reminds me of other wrestlers in Japan. And he certainly has a Japanese style. So I really enjoyed this. I thought this was fun, especially towards the end. I said last episode that we were seeing the best David Finley we ever have. And I was wrong. Because this week we see the best David yes. Finley we've ever have. He's uh, on hands fire. Down. Yeah. It, oh, and yeah. by the way, I can't we take forgot to away mention. I'm sorry, Luke. I, we we forgot to mention too. Like at this point, he and Juice are not wearing the TNA titles, but then they do later on. In the, yeah. I, I don't know why. It's maybe so, they were lost in the mail. Did they not have permission? Were they lost in the mail? Did they forget them? Did they leave them at the hotel? What, you know, whatever, who knows. But yeah, because it, it, it made you think, and then you convinced me, and rightly so, oh, if they're not wearing them, they've probably already lost them. So yeah. maybe maybe they realized that, and I was like, oh, we better get, let them uh, <laughs> they, carry the titles around so people don't think they've already lost the damn They're things. listening to the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and here we go. We got our main event, and I loved it. It's Jay White versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. I kind of love it when these two always mix it up. And Jay makes Tanner laugh right at the start, so <laughs> which is something that's been a theme throughout all their tag matches. They've, yes, they've been being a little bit more lighthearted and fun, but uh, this is where it changes. Apart from that bit at the start, they go out on the outside, and Jay wails even wails on Yoda Suji, and uh, it's always got to be Yoda in in a, in a Tanahashi match because uh, Tanahashi's uh, cheerleader is Yoda Suji. There's uh, great brain buster, an awesome German. I love it. This is just stuff Jay White does. But I think my favorite suplex in the match wasn't even done by him. And I'm just like, whoa, what? And I like I like the things that have started to happen. Like like New Japan and the wrestlers that fight wrestle against Jay, they've realized like what a really cool, hard-hitting move that Uranagi is. Yeah. So there's always that kind of... So I, I feel like... I, it's probably always been there, but I feel like I'm noticing it a lot more that there's this test of strength when it comes to that uh, Uranagi. So when he finally just gets it, it's a tide turner. And uh, it, and 
it's uh, it's fucking awesome. I love that. Love that move. Tana scared me with that clover leaf. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. And then he does this Mwah! absolutely fucking beautiful straight jacket German suplex that I was just like, oh my god. And yeah, it it it, it it's a. I'd say it is a different match than the others that they've had. There's some hard-hitting stuff, but there's a different pace to it, different feel to this match. It still worked for me. There's a dragon screw that gets, like, reversed into the Blade Runner. And one, two, three, uh, Jay White advances, and Tanahashi is eliminated. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I kind of loved it. Well, kind of. I did love it. I thought it was a lot of fun. And this match will lead to something that it will become my silver lining by the um by the time day five happens yeah well if, with uh, jay white makes sense jay white defeating a champion you know he's got the choice if he wants to maybe try to get a title match with that champion and, and that's the never belt and that's our fucking belt so you know who i mean we love tanahashi we love jay white i mean you know what's not to like about that and um, also what i love about it mr sorry i just cut you off is jay goes for gold and it's yeah that's might not always be the gold you think it is but he sees a title and an opportunity and he's if he thinks he can fucking whoop your ass for it he's coming for it i kind of like that (laughs) that's the way right i mean you know i mean wrestlers should i i used to i used to know this guy that was a dungeon master uh he why you know we all used to play dungeons and dragons when i was a kid and he was the dungeon master of like other games but i never played with him because he had these rules that were just ridiculous he would say he said that if you had a magic sword every dragon in within a hundred miles knows it and is coming for your ass you know and so that's kind of what a title is supposed to be like in in wrestling it's supposed to be like this giant target and every dragon every you know great wrestler in the area every wrestler period is coming for your ass and they want the whole thing yeah, so, like, th- th- there are opinions that I had, like, and I, I I said them to you, and I'll say them here, man, like, I don't mind, uh, a part of me hates the idea, and it's a, sm- it's a small part of me, because I guess I am a never guy, and for me, I've seen the never title as being a title for those who may never be moved up to IC or heavyweight, <laughs> and, and it's already like we haven't even seen the new new belt yet but already the never titles pretty much become the ic title because like look what the match we're getting so part of me is like oh i'm not sure about this but another part of me is like dude it's jay white versus tanner versus your and they're fighting over your favorite belt shut the fuck up and i'm like yeah you're right this is gonna be awesome i can't wait and so yeah that's where i'm at okay um Uh, so yeah well, this, I, I, I thought this match was great. You know, like you said, yes. you know, you kind of mentioned all the, the beats that I was going to mention. But, you know, a lot oh. of times the Tanahashi J. White matches are like, you know, like, hey, fuck my leg. No, fuck your leg. And that's kind of what we got here. But that Uranagi move, like you said, it's a tide turner. That's what's known as a transition move in wrestling. When they call something a transition move, it means it tides, tide, turns the tide. And for, uh, for Tanahashi. Changes the complexion. What's that? Changes the complexion yes, of the match. Yes, a head of steam, um, whatever other you know <laughs> dumb thing that announcers say. Uh, he's out on his feet, whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it changes the 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 direction of the momentum, and um, you know, uh, 
it's a good one. I don't remember what I was going to say. But anyway, point is, is that we have... Oh, yeah, for Tanahashi, that's the dragon screw or the sling blade. It's those two. He has yeah. two of them. And so, like, usually dragon screw leads to the sling blade. And so, Jay has been, like, the master of keeping Tanahashi... Like, he doesn't punch Hogan. You know what I mean? Like, if, if Jay White was facing Hogan and Hogan starts firing up, he's not going to punch him, so he keeps firing up. And so that's kind of Jay White knows that about Tanahashi that he knows his five moves of doom. And so when he st- he blocks the dragon screw, so he can't even start that shit. It's really smart, and uh, this match is awesome. Definitely go watch this. It's definitely got the psychology of two guys that have had big matches together before, and they've learned from each other. And then that yeah, it really worked for me. I loved it, uh, and yeah. So you know, yeah, that match. Bit that match gets one Kojima dog bark from me. <laughs> All right, man, let's do it. Night, New Japan Cup. Night 11 at Korokan Hall. We've got uh, Yuji Nagata, Satoshi Kojima, and Hiroshi Tenzin. Oh, my God! Three Dads Gym versus... <laughs> so we've got Three Dads Gym versus the Young Lions... Uh, and the finish shocked the shit out of me because it's a Nagata lock. And I'm like, whoa! <laughs> I thought these ended with fucking, like, a lariat. Well, They all ended lariats. Yeah, Ooh. but Nagata was in the New Japan Cup, That's I guess, it. you know? Nagata was actually in the Cup, yeah. So what role do Kojima's dogs play and we oh we did get something added to the kind of lexicon here of the the gym dads is that Master Watto has a a cat uh, Jay on Twitter uh, suggested that his cat's name is Master Gatto and so oh, there like is Kojima now Master Gatto so Kojima's dogs might have kind of a mini feud with the uh, Master Gatto maybe Master Gatto's always fucking with the dogs dogs are kind of dumb and the cat's real smart maybe but I don't know what do you think. Uh, sorry, um, you'll have to repeat that. I, I was just like, wait a minute. I'm pretty sure Kojima and Tenzan were both in the cup, and they were. They got eliminated in the first oh, round yeah, by that guy. Yeah, they just had already been eliminated. But so. Nagata, Nagata made it beyond the first round, so I guess that's why he gets the win. He's like, look, I did the best in the NJ Cup. I get to beat Young Lions. So sorry about that, Mr. Andy. Um, I'm a, I'm a rude douchebag, but um, please... Please repeat that point because I really want to respond to it. Well, I was asking you, you know, about Dad's gym and the fact that now we have Master Gatto and we have Kojima's dogs, but it's fine. Let's move on to the next one. Oh, my God. Do they get along? Well, I don't know. That's what I was asking. What do you think? Like, like are the dogs really scared of the cat? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, you know, that's kind of what I was trying to ask you about. What do you think is going to happen? You know, I assume Master Master Gatto is like this big big cat and uh he's been has got like these two little dogs so yeah to so me, uh to me master gato is already a master like he's not on yeah. his way to the grandmaster he's already fucking there and you know because cats are born assholes you know they born better <laughs> than you and so uh you know i think that the dogs would be kind of dumb and the cat would be playing tricks on the dog you know kind of like in garfield Garfield's favorite yes. thing to do, besides eating lasagna and sleeping and fucking with John's chair, was pushing Odie off the counter. And Odie yep. just took it and would get right back up and fall right back down again. And that's a very uh, accurate dynamic between dogs. So, Yeah. <laughs> Dog and cat, so. All right, well, then this the second match. Smarter animal, but yeah. 
Second match? Yeah, second All match right. on the show is it's Toa Hanari, uh, Juice Robinson, David Finley versus Chase Owens. Bad Luck Fale and Ajay, a white O. And um, this is interesting because Bad Luck Fale gets the win over somebody with the grenade. I think it's Hanari. I think he does do the grenade on Hanare. There's a couple grenades that we'll see, uh, which uh, is pretty good. I think they're angling Mr. Farley to maybe go for that trophy. Uh, it's felt like to me for a while, like I know I know, Mr. Yano's not in this match, but I, it just feels like they're angling for Farley versus Yano's, but no, I don't oh know. Oh my God, I found a Yano match today. We, we, we have to talk about off, off air. I, f- um, I found one that you got that we got to see. But anyway, sorry. Um, so it's, yeah, it's fucking uh, good. So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, decent stuff. And next we have uh, Bushi and Sonata versus uh, Cobb and that guy. Uh, Tour of the Islands on Bushi. Uh, yeah, a lot of juniors have been on tours to the islands. Man, they uh, have. Japan, Japan. It's. I mean, so maybe it's, maybe it's the Honda. flight the flight costs less or something. I don't know. <laughs> and here we are man we got uh yano versus evil <clears throat> now i love yano and i love yano matches but there's one thing he's been doing lately that hasn't doesn't always work for me and it's when he just immediately goes outside and he's like come on come on come on and then the count starts because no wrestler's that dumb that they're going to go out because they know you're going to fucking tape him to shit. So, <laughs> yeah. He's got to try. Uh, he, I guess he does have to try. and he, He'll try everything and anything, uh, I guess. So, yeah, you are you are this right is, about that. Luke, this is kind of like when, at the beginning of most matches, how guys are jockeying in position and hitting, you know, trying to do wrist locks and stuff and headlocks. It, it's probably not going to win, but you got to try it. You, you know, you're not going to win with a headlock, but you got to try it. This is a headlock for, for Yano. Yeah. Now, uh, apart from that, I really have fun time just watching Yano and Evil try to outwit each other. <laughs> It was just so much fucking fun. I really dug it. Uh, There's this fun part where Yano pushes Evil under the ring and uh, and Yano goes back up. The count starts and maybe Evil wasn't quite ready to get all the way to the other side or something like that. So before the 20 count, the lights go out and there's Evil right behind him. There's an Evil STO and Evil advances. I I had a lot of fun. Yeah, as I I always do. The announcers. Now we had we had uh, yeah. English commentary for uh, the finals. Uh, I don't think we had it for this. I can't remember. But um, it's all delayed commentary. Yeah, so, so like you can go back and watch it now. But yeah, um, we But it. Uh, you know, I, I think I saw on Twitter someone suggesting that Dick Togo had turned the lights out. But I think they're forgetting something. I mean, you know, evil is the king of darkness, so he can clearly summon darkness wherever he wants. I mean, that's yeah. like. You know, duh. That's something you train for. You know, yeah, you go in the you know the dojo. They make you make the rice, and you gotta fucking clean the dojo and shit. But they also teach you things like, you know, the magic of pro wrestling. You know, one time I used to know this manager, and um, he told me that he had to study. You know, you had to be a pretty evil uh, manager and get into the evil arts of managing to learn how to throw a fireball. You know, that's kind of. You know, that's big stuff. And so evil is evil. So, of course, he knows how to control darkness. I, I thought this was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> Yano got the garrote and used it on evil, which was funny. Um, 
that one of the funniest parts of this match too is that there's a lot of people at these shows now and new japan has kind of lifted their emergency thing and there's seems to be yep. less restrictions and so there's all these people sitting like right on top of the timekeeper and so so when evil throws yano into the timekeeper as he does in every match and the time goes flying there's like this this fat lady which sticks out because i don't see that very often in in the you know uh new japan crowds is there's this kind of like fat lady and almost the table almost crushes her leg and she just laughs she doesn't even move she just is like Haha, look it almost killed me that's awesome i can just imagine that in an american show i'm suing your ass in a japanese <laughs> show it's just like oh my god i'm part of the show that's fucking that's awesome right. that's right and we're gonna talk about <laughs> We're going to talk about how hardcore these fans are later, too, because, my God, they impressed the shit out of me because we had something pretty special happen this week in a bad way that is, uh, luckily, it wasn't a big deal, but, man, it's a big deal, so. Yeah. And here we go. We got uh, our main event. Holy shit, dude. We got Kenta versus Shingo. I love this match. Yes, there is slow Kenta mind games at the start. He's got a very slow kind of deliberate way of doing things which i guess can frustrate some people but i'm i i'm aware of that's how he starts his matches so i'm good to go you know it's i can't be too mad when not if naito does it like then and then you know kenta does it too jay does it like there's a few wrestlers that do things like this but once they make contact it's a fucking war there's so many fucking stiff strikes dude and i'm like kenta is that a good idea, dude? Didn't your face get all puffed up and shit fighting Suzuki? <laughs> uh, no, fuck this. Let's go. There's this fucking tiger suplex, and then like Shingo just rolls out of it. There's like the fastest made in Japan I've ever fucking seen. I'm just like, what? Blink or you miss it kind of fucking made in Japan. I'm like, whoa. It becomes quite a slugfest, which is amazing. But uh, amazing pumping bomber into the last of the dragon. And, of course, we get Shingo versus Evil next. And then, uh, you know, Shingo calls out Evil. And then, of course, like, Evil and Togo beat the shit out of him. Because <laughs> they should, you know? I mean, that, that's a smart yeah. thing to do. We said, you know, Evil's smart, and he knows. Um, yeah, I don't have a ton to add. I mean, we, we see this new kind of wrinkle that, that Kenta's been throwing in where he kind of, you know, acts like he's hurt in his face or something. He grabs the ring bell and hits somebody in the head with it. So that's kind of how he ended up getting on, you know, the right side of the offense for a little while for himself. And that was fun. And, uh, he also, um, taunts Shingo a lot in this match, which is bad. That's not smart. <laughs> That's a bad idea. That doesn't go well for him oh, yeah. in the end. And uh, this is the same finish as the Goto match. So um, that's interesting. I find that interesting. And we're kind of trying, you know, trying to say that this is how Shingo is going to try to finish these matches. And we're establishing this language so that later on, when it doesn't go his way, we know, you know, it, it, it affects us. So later so. on, when it pays off in the finale, uh, we'll all mark out and be super happy. Is that is that what you were? You were going to say, yeah? That's no? what I got. Okay. That's what I got. <laughs> so, yeah, really fucking good main event. Uh, I'd like to see more between Kenta and Shingo. Sure. Please. Yeah. Well, Shingo's, we Shingo's one of those guys that can just go with anybody, you know? You put him with yeah. anybody, it's awesome, so. Hell yeah. And here we go. All right. Um, oh, God. Night 12 uh, of the New Japan Cup in... Uh, Shizuka 
And we've got Yuya Uemura versus Gabriel Kidd. Yuya Uemura does a people's elbow. <laughs> like, does he does the whole thing. Like, I've, like he doesn't do the thing where he takes the uh, arm pad off and throws it into the crowd, but he does the other thing where he sways his arms, like does runs the ropes and then lands the elbow. I found that fucking hilarious. I'm like, all right. And then there's like that young lion plex by Gabriel Kidd onto Yu Yuya Yeah, that sure is a match. Um, after that, we had. Uh, Yoda Suji and Yuji Nagata versus the Great Okan and Jeff Akabo. And uh, I did find something interesting in this match. Um, let's see here. Where was it? Um, sorry, I just have two different notes here. Oh, yeah. Okan does that weird Brab Escape thing with um, yeah. Suji this time. And and so now we've seen Evil do that and we've seen Khan. And what I'm talking about is when you have someone in a Brab and the person who's in the Brab fucking just flips over. <laughs> or, the, or the person giving the flab just flips over like you have the strongest legs in the world. And uh, Okan must have as strong legs as Evil. So, crazy. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the rough. way, uh, Okan wins. So... Yeah, uh, I was just about to say, I'm like, wait a minute, Jeff Cobb did not take either of these men, or especially Yoda Suji, on a tour. It was an eliminator for the finish. I'm like, oh, cool. So yeah, next we got uh, Kenta and Bad Luck Fale versus Hidnare, uh, Toronare, and Juice Robinson. Look, uh, it's it's mostly a focus on Hinare and Fale, which I liked. So uh, I feel like I've seen Kenta and Juice a lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> And I don't feel like I've seen Hanare and Fale mix it up a lot. We so haven't seen I really Fale much I re- at all. So you're right. Yeah. So I really liked uh, seeing Hanare and Fale go at it. I thought it was really cool. Second grenade in as many days. So they they're bringing back uh, Fale's finisher. They're heating him up a little bit, which is really cool. And Hanare uh, does what I've done this week. Uh, he walks off and cracks a tantrum. <laughs> does he, he like throws the, the the rails everywhere and i mean as my buddy dean would say that pancake is ready to turn you know it's <laughs> it's it's got enough bubbles on one side it's ready to turn so we'll see they have two wrestlers right now who are you know probably going to turn heel at some point and maybe one of them is a red herring so we'll see uh but uh fourth match on the show is bushi uh, Tetsu Naito and Shingo Takage versus Taiji Ishimori, Chase Owens, and Evil, uh, the King of Darkness. And it's a Destino on, uh, I guess, Mr. Owens. Yeah, and uh, so Naito wins. There you go. All right. I just want to mention quickly two things. One, I appreciate that it wasn't a junior that got pinned in this match. Yeah, uh, for once. Which is really cool. I doubt it would have been Shredder. It probably would have been Bushi. So I'm glad it was Chase. And it was also the calmest calling of Destino I've ever seen by the Japanese announcers. Yeah. It happens, and is there like Destino? <laughs> you know, I I heard that, but also in the background, if you listen close, you can hear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, this next match. Let me before I start talking about it. Let me just say one thing. It's awesome. Very good, yeah. Okay. Um, I just, you know, I think you don't, you know, my, my wife definitely knows, and I think some listeners know. Yes, I get, I get pretty emotional about New Japan and about my favorite guys and all that kind of stuff. 
but I hope it never makes people think I'm shitting on match quality because fucking David Finley is amazing in this match. It also helps that him and Jay, they came up together in the Young Lions system, all that kind of stuff. So they've got a, a lot of chemistry. This is no exception. Like, yeah, this this, man, this match is great and fucking both men crushed it. Juice is a little sick and tired of Gato's interfering, so he carries him away, which is really great. There are so many amazing suplexes and counters by both men. Well, I would say more suplexes by Jay. I'd say Finley's counters are more stunner and backbreaker oriented, which I think is super fucking cool too. Uh, and my my wife was just like, going, I think Finley's winning. I'm like, don't you dare say that in this house. <laughs> I think Finley's going to get out. You're sleeping on the couch. And I'm putting the couch outside. No. <laughs> uh, but it happens. And I not only did I audibly scream, fuck, when my wife was asleep, I, I actually went into the bedroom and I said, you're not allowed to predict wrestling anymore. And then uh, five minutes later, I went back in there, gave her a hug, and I was like, I'm sorry. Well, I, well, <laughs> what was she doing in the bedroom? I thought she was in the yard. And and by the way, <laughs> that's basically a death sentence in Australia. If you got to sleep outside, you better be you better have a knife because if not, you're going to get stabbed by a bunch of like tooths from all these different snakes and spiders. And I heard that even the stars try to kill you at night, you know, in, uh, in Australia. Isn't that true? Yes. Uh, if you if you uh, look in the sky, I guess on uh, our side of the globe, you know, be careful of the Southern Cross. If you stare at it too long, <laughs> you'll get bit by a snake because you're not paying yeah. attention. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so yeah, look, uh, this match is fucking incredible. I wish the end went the other way. Having said that, though, the end is still really fucking good. There's a this he counters. It, Finley counters into this kind of stunner, then this sliced bread, and boom. David Finley beats Jay White. And as soon as that happened, I'm like, oh no, Sonata's losing, isn't he? Oh God, it's going to be that guy versus Shingo. And a lot of people are excited. Like, oh, Shingo versus that guy three. A year ago, I would have been so super pumped, jazzed about it. But, uh, yeah, I was not fucking impressed. So, was I impressed with this match, though, Mr. Andy? Hell yeah, I was. Yeah, uh, and you know how I feel about the finish, but my God, David Finley crushed. Well, last week, I uh, last time we were on here, I, I kind of talked about this result a little bit because I was kind of speculating at how the coolest would be for Finley to win this. You know, I didn't want yep. that to happen, but I was like, Hmm, that would be a very interesting way to get him, you know, as more of a singles wrestler and establish him because he's, you know, Finley, every time Finley's had a chance to be something, he's gotten injured or he's gotten married or he's just gotten taken off the, the card for whatever reason. So he's gotten the Dolph Ziggler treatment. And so because of that, he has never established himself as a threat as a singles guy. And so now he is because he's got this, and this is, this doesn't hurt Jay, you know, mm -mm. um, we heard Jay's, no. uh, promo at the beginning of the night or at the beginning of the, the show there. Um, and, uh, you hear his reaction to it, which is interesting. And 
you know, Finley's reaction to it was, come on, yeah, that was his reaction. I mean, he's, you know, he's the, the you know, uh, baby face, Spice, yeah. you know, fired up baby face. So um, you're right here. Uh, this match is all about <coughs> Finley weathering the storm uh, to get his chance. And so he's weathering the storm of Gato. And, I mean, Gato fucking interferes like three or four times. And it's like, it's it's there's so many things that happen between that. But this is really kind of the beats of the match. And we get some cool moves that you don't see in New Japan very often. For example, the Cactus Clothesline, one of the most awesome moves in pro wrestling. Hell um, yeah. I love it. I love seeing that. It's so scary and awesome. And so that was a great thing. Um, you know, and uh, we we got a, a brab from Jay on yes we did because they used (laughs) to be young lions together that was fucking amazing i loved it (laughs) and it it was almost in in some ways at times it was almost like a big man little man match where uh because jay was like the strong guy and at one point he just takes finley and just chucks him out of the ring just see ya you know and and i mean there's and so this kind of tells you that finley is bumping his fucking ass off he's selling his ass off this is the best I've ever seen him. And just to correct you, um, it is not the sliced bread. Um, it is uh, the acid drop, you know, or what oh, he calls right. the yep. prima nocta uh, is what yeah. uh, what uh, Finley hits for the finisher. So, you know, well, correct, uh, just got to respect uh, Marifuji and make sure it's called right. So there you go. Fair enough. Um, so, Mr. Andy, you know how emotional I get. I know I, I keep saying that. But just imagine my favorite wrestler losing and then putting on two of two wrestlers I don't really like <laughs> in the main event. I know. <laughs> now, you, were, you were thinking... That it is Yeah. So, you... Uh, hey, I before we move on, said. before we get into yeah. this negative shit, does that last match get the stamp of approval? Oh, I think it should. Never as fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we just gave the never, never step of approval to a match that, at the time... Look, I watched it and I thought the wrestling was amazing at the time. Like, it's just the finish. That, yeah. But, you know, it's been a few days. Yeah, so... Look, you made this good point of, look, if Jay White won here... He was probably going to lose the next round. And I would have been fucking apoplectic <laughs> if that fucking happened. So I'd rather Jay Wright lose to David Finley. So you're right. Uh, you made that comment. Um, I was probably too fucking cranky to really acknowledge it, but I'll acknowledge it here, right here. So, yeah. And so our main event is Sonata and that guy. And as I said, imagine putting two wrestlers I don't like. On after Jay White loses, it would be like you having to watch Yoshihashi versus Goto in the main Oof. event. Oh. Uh, even though even though both men in this ring are probably more, you, know, you know what I mean anyway. I do. Um, and yeah, so look, uh, to say that I found this uh, hard to get into, despite the match quality, is an understatement. I watched it, and. I found myself rooting for Sonata, and uh, yeah, it, it and it it didn't it didn't happen. Now, the next day, I woke up and I messaged you and I said, "Dude, I had a dream that Jay White lost last night," and you said, "It's real, dude." 
To which I replied, that's okay, at least Sonata won. Yeah. And, yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, um, anything you want to add? Uh, look, I know a lot more happened in that match. I don't usually cover that guy's matches, which makes this even more fucking infuriating for me because he's in the fucking final with one of my favorite fucking wrestlers and I want to talk. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think? So, well, you know, this is like a really high work rate junior style match. It's not really a heavyweight style match at all, which is going to be a trend we'll see with shit faces matches going forward here. And uh, these guys' offenses meshes really well together. Their reversals make sense and they're super smooth and it's really good, but it's hard to get into for many reasons. Shit, I thought you talked a little longer. Uh, you caught me having a sip of my cup of coffee. My uh, lovely wife is. Brought me another cup of coffee in about a couple of minutes ago, so thank you to Charity. When I'm I think done she making was... my points, I just stop, you know. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that. So do I, really, and mm. yeah. No, you just keep going on and on, Luke, and I have to jump in. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> uh... That's fun. I don't think that's right, Luke. Yeah, you shut up. All right. <laughs> well, Here so we the, go. Well, this next night is crazy, though, Luke, right? I mean, this yep. is like, let, let's get through these tag matches, and then we'll talk about what happened Oh, there's one tag match I'm going to have a rant complaint about, but oh, okay. apart from that, it's it's all good. We start with uh, you. This is night 13 of the New Japan Cup. We're in Sendai, so it's uh, we're in Sendai for the, the last both la last two nights. I really like this venue. Yeah, I like how it has the thing, um, these uh, lights that go around uh, or whatever display, and it's and it it's continually showing you know previous winners of the new japan cup it's a good setup i like this venue so we've got you and juice robinson versus the uh, empire boys that's uh jeff cobb excuse me and great okan and here it is whoa juice brought his gold there goes mr andy's theory or yeah. or does it yeah, uh, we'll it could have been like people aren't going to believe they're still champs oh uh, quick Send them the send them the belts. Maybe TNA had to send them the belts. Going like, uh, it's going to take like a few days, but uh, wear these, please. Uh, we don't want people to think that uh, you guys lost already. Uh, if that is indeed the way they're going, uh, seeing Juice throw a guy, seeing Cobb throw a, a guy as tall and big as Juice Robinson around was super cool. But of course, Tour of the Islands on Yu Yu Uemura. That's a good point. Juice is a big dude. He's not He's not small, you know, and you think he's small, but he's not. He's, he's a big dude. And I think that if he wasn't a babyface, he'd be kind of used as, viewed a little bit as one of those, like, you know, gaijin giants kind of dudes. But uh, not quite that big, but still pretty big. But um, match number two was Chaos. It's show Yoshihashi and the king of pro wrestling motherfucking Toriyanu versus Giotto. Chase him and bad luck fall. Uh, it says schoolboy, but that's wrong. There's a fair play on Giotto and uh, Toruyano. The king of pro wrestling gets the win. Yep. Also, a little odd. Like, you'd think after a match, like, all right, you're going to disagree with me, but you'd think, like, all right, Yano's been winning, winning McGee. Maybe Yoshi can get a win back from his loss. Nah. Nah. Give it to... Give it to Yano. But uh, look, I'm, I'm still hoping for Friday versus Yano for that nuts, King of Pro Wrestling trophy. It'll be back of the head slapping fun. So, uh, yeah. And they also mentioned in this match that Jado's celebrating um, about 32 years in the biz. So, congrats to Mr. Jado. You know what? He doesn't <clears throat> care. He does not care. No, he doesn't. By the way, <laughs> oh, it was must have been last episode where um, we mentioned this. Like, Jado 
sees a pose off by fucking Jay White, and then Jay White, uh, so then Jado holds up a piece of paper that says ten. Right. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I think that was last time. I can't remember. If it happened this week, then uh, I just mentioned it. So there you go. All right. So next we have uh, Tai Chi, Tai Chi, and Zack Saber Jr. and Doki versus Bushi Sonata and Tetsuya Naito. <clears throat> and holy fuck me, this is, this match is a lot of fun. I went into it with kind of like who cares, but then I'm seeing Tai Chi and Naito. I'm like, hmm, I really like this. Yeah. And even though I say a lot of things about him, especially recently, one of my favorite matchups happens. It's uh, and it's for a good portion of the match. Uh, Zack Saber Jr. and Sonata. So I was like, well, those two matchups fucking rule. Uh, yes, please. And uh, Doki, um, you're a brave man, tries his finisher on Sonata. And I kind of wish it had worked, but, you know, Cold Skull, I mean, uh, Skull End. And, you know, then there's Yodosuji still trying to get get something going with Naito at the end. Well, let's... Th- so this next match gets interrupted, but I'll just t- tell you what happened in the match. And then we'll talk about why it got interrupted and why this was like a historic moment in the world of pro wrestling um so we had kazuchika okada tagging with hiroshi tanahashi and kota abushi versus yujiro takahashi kenta and ajay awaito and um uh, okada was showing you know like tanahashi was like okay abushi you're my friend so i'm not gonna be a dick we'll pose together and stuff and okada just stood in the corner like fuck you you know, he's like, I'm trying to earn back, uh, back, um, uh, Luke's love. So I'm just going to be like, I hate Ibushi now. And so that's what he was thinking. But Luke kind of made me smile. Luke, did you know what was happening? Like I knew immediately, like as soon as the, 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 all of a sudden we get a wide shot and the whole, the camera starts shaking and the whole, and I knew immediately what was going on and everyone's looking around and, uh, I want to talk about the crowd's reaction, but did you know what was going on? It took me a few seconds, but um, then I thought, well, we're in Japan. Right, yeah. Um, Earth, I think they're near a fault line, it must be. And then I was just like, oh, shit, holy shit. I hope it's not a really bad one. And not because I wanted to keep watching the show. Like, obviously I did, but I don't want it to be a bad one because I don't want the fucking roof to start caving in and any of the crowd or the wrestlers or anyone to get fucking injured and shit. So, yeah, it was pretty scary. Um, Partway through the map, well... You know, people living in Los Angeles are probably going, yeah, you fucking pussies. But, you know, um, yeah, we, we don't really get earthquakes in Australia. I know they get them in New Zealand sometimes and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, it was kind of surreal to have kind of this natural disaster break up the show. And, by the way, when this match was announced, I found out the next morning after the previous night and my first response, and I hadn't even had a coffee yet, Mr. Andy, so please keep that in mind. My first response is, why the fuck are these guys tagging with God? They're er- He's erasing their legacies. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> there you go. You got your high pitch. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Blue, well, okay, blue, so... So there's this earthquake, and it goes on for like 20 seconds. And that's one of the things mm-hmm. that was like, holy shit, this is going on for a while. And we are watching, and it's like... You know, it's kind of scary because the wrestlers dive out of the ring immediately. They go on either sides, and they kind of keep kayfabe. They stay away from each other. In fact, Jay tries to entertain everybody, but he picks up all the belts and walks around with them and stuff. And um, it, the crowd didn't panic. None of them even stood up 
they all just sat there and listened for instructions. If that was in yep. America, there would have been 30 Karens Australia. wanting to talk to the manager about why they couldn't get out or why the person next to them didn't do... I mean, it would have been a fucking disaster. People screaming their heads off, running for the doors, punching each other in the face. I mean, it would have been Trampling. pandemonium. And so yep. I'm really proud of this crowd, and I'm really like, wow, I want to move to Japan. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Not only that, like... Yes, Jay did his shenanigans with the titles, but then the heels kind of left. They did, yes. And I really liked that because, you know, you don't want to break character. It, of course they care and they want everyone to be fine. Like, you know, but they left and they left the faces to stand around, play air guitar and cheer the crowd up and make sure everyone was okay. So I really liked that. That was, um, of course, it was totally unplanned, but just that nice little bit of kayfabe right there I, I really appreciated it it was smart and i will say this is that i think it affected the last match i don't think it really affected the next match although they seemed like they were in a hurry the 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 main event of this night i think really got affected by that because you never know man some people there was reason you know i did i was gonna do the research i didn't have time but this is like the it was like right around the anniversary of some horrible um uh earthquake that 10 just years happened. yeah it killed all kinds of people and there was like the tsunami and stuff and so these people that are there live through that so i mean you know you don't know if their house got destroyed or they're shaken up about this because i don't know about you but like when i was a kid my house flooded and i'm talking like up to my chest in water and oh, um, when i think about floods it gives me anxiety i don't know if i can go wrestle a wrestling match while that's going on so you know, shout out to the two guys that came next. Well, one of them anyway, because they didn't let it affect them other than they seemed like they were kind of in a hurry. Uh, but the main event guys were like, fuck. It just, I don't know. It just seemed off and something didn't seem right about the main event, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I totally get it. Like, um, I guess it's a bad thing to say, but uh, people were shaken by it. Yeah, I know, earthquakes shaken, yeah. I'm not trying to make a pun there, but yeah, so... You know, yeah. Well, these are the semifinals, uh, yeah. by the way. We keep we didn't say that. So this is, these the way, next two matches, the semifinals of the New Japan Cup. So. By the way, the match restarted. Yes. Who do you think is getting pinned out of those six? I mean, come on, get out of here. <laughs> uh, of course, Kamigoye on uh, on Pimp Juice. So yeah. Uh, next match, we've got Finley versus that guy. Uh, David Finley is fucking amazing, and I and. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I found it really hard to still be salty at him because, you know, I'd called... Look, the good thing about night 12 and 13, there was a day off in between, which is good for me because it's a cool-off period. Luke, calm the fuck down. Breathe, motherfucker, breathe. So I'd cooled down and my brain had gone to, you know what? Finley's a fucking... He's turned into a beast. He's crushing it. He crushes this too. Uh, there's just one problem I always knew he was losing, and that kind of stopped me from fully enjoying the match because I don't like seeing that guy win. I don't. I really don't. Yeah, you're underselling your reaction to this, but I, I understand. Um, it, 
you know, uh, I don't think people need to see here listen to two hours of no. me being a, just a fucking angry prick. No, so I, uh, I don't think yeah. so either. Um, that's not fun. <laughs> this is this is Finley bumping machine the match. He is out yeah. of control, and they do a really cool angle to keep him strong, brother, brother, brother. So he bumps to the outside, and a doctor has to come check on him because remember the night before he got chucked out of the ring by Jay White, and he mm-hmm. he was like coming up limp with his ankle. So now he gets chucked to the outside or bumps to the outside and his like basically his doctor has to come check on him. Um, and, and Finley's like, fuck that. I'm a baby face. He gets back in the ring and, you know, and shithead's like, well, I'm going to take advantage of this. So he rips off Finley's, uh, uh, you know, boot and starts fucking with it to get a better hold on it, which is awesome and adds to Finley's comebacks when he does get a comeback. However, you know, he obviously loses and uh, shithead advances the finals, but man, this made Finley look like he had an excuse why he lost. He tried his best, and maybe he could beat Assface if he were on a level playing field. So really yeah. strong, strong booking here for him. And I really hope that this isn't just dropped. I hope this leads to him having a great run in the G1 because that's what this is kind of setting up. You know, yeah. our, our, the the heavyweights are going to take a back seat here soon after Segura Genesis, hopefully. And then we'll get some of the junior stuff going on, and then we'll have the G1 after that. So this is all kind of, you know, going to be put on pause at some point, and then we'll come back to it. And I'm interested to see what happens. All right. Um, one thing I found annoying about this match, and it's going to really annoy the fuck out of me in the final, go for the nose! Yeah. Nose! Well, nose. baby nose. faces, you know. You know, even even if he goes for the nose, both men, and that guy's prepared for it, he's got blocks and counters for it. Man, make a show going for that nose at least. You gotta like, do it. You gotta wait till he cheats. It's a fucking cheats. title shot on the line. Go for it. You gotta wait till the bad guy cheats, and then the good guy. Then it's turnabout is fair play, and then he can do it. You know, but uh, they. I know you say right. that, but if Ishii was in that match, he would have just. Oh, you know, he, and a he's a different yeah, kind of wrestler, would. isn't he? Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but yeah, let's let's move on. We'll Please. we got our main event here: Evil versus Shingo. Um, and this is going to be, a, I guess, a common thread for me for the rest of the show. I found it hard to get into this match because I knew the winner would wrestle a total douchebag, and <laughs> and I knew Evil was losing because sometimes when the cheating is way way over the top, like I'm talking like crazy amount of cheating i'm like oh yeah the face is winning me and i kind of knew shingo was going to win here anyway that's cool uh shingo's had the toughest path to get to the finals so it would make him look like a billion dollars to have him win the thing right and take him to the next let yeah fuck you all right so uh it's it's still a, a fun match it's fine all that kind of stuff but uh last of the dragon on evil and yeah, uh, it'll be Shingo versus uh, that guy in the final, which seemed to excite a lot of people. It did the complete opposite for me. Uh, yeah, so that's Ashy's not impressed either because no. Evil lost yeah, and Ashy loves yeah. Evil. Everything is so evil. She's like, evil. Yeah. yeah, I know. That's um, right. How come? So what do you think? How come when you do those movie reviews, we never hear the cat? You know. Um, What's up with that? I, I tend to do them in the early afternoon, and mm. uh, that's like mm. non-feeding time for Ash. So, okay. or she's outside. So, you know. That- oh my god! <laughs> 
Is that when she goes outside, does she transfer into one of those dangerous animals and, like, she can just kill anything on sight? No. Oh. Mm -mm. Well, that's, that's Sometimes we leave the back door open all day and, you know, and uh, she stays inside all day. So she's an indoor wussy. You gotta keep like her away from Master Gatto, because Master Gatto will fuck Ashy for sure. And so you gotta be careful there, right? Just saying. I tell you what, like, <laughs> I, I'm not violent against animals, but if someone fucked with my cat, uh, they're getting what I would call a drop punt. Another cat? An yeah. Okay. Which would, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I definitely would never kick a cat, but uh, <laughs> at least on purpose. Like, sometimes I'd turn around and Ashy's tripping over my feet and all that kind of stuff, and it happens. Right. But, you know. I think everyone's had experience like that. But um, yes, um, what do you think, Evil Shingo? Um, so yeah. I thought that this was a cool match because yeah. of the story. I didn't really like it that much because it was hard to get into because we had just had this, you know, yeah. kind of weird thing. The earthquake really changed things for me in a lot of ways. However, the story of this match is cool because it's in kayfabe and it's not in kayfabe. What I mean is, is that this is an evil match until Shingo, Shingo wrestles control away, and then it becomes a Shingo match. So the crowd is cheering for Shingo to take over the match and make it a Shingo match because they don't like the evil match. So it's like a, you know, like a double-layered storyline going on that's pretty cool. Um, and, uh, you know, that's kind of all I got, really. Except, uh, you know, evil hit this chair shot on Shingo that when I first saw it, I was like, is that just like a Lance Storm chair shot? But it's because I just kind of caught it out of the corner of my eye. It was a pretty good chair shot. He, they do this thing in Japan where they have this, like, cushion seat. And so, like, he hits him in the head and the cushion is gimmick that goes flying off, you know? So he must have hit him really hard. And uh, that was yeah. funny. You know, Dick Togo gets involved, of course. Uh, he chokes Shingo. And Shingo just powers out of it. <laughs> It's just really funny oh, yeah, and dude. it's double lariats. That's good shit. I don't know, I thought it was fun, but again, it wasn't like it was underwhelming because of the situation and just because I really think that these wrestlers were just kind of like, ah, let's get this fucking over with because goddamn, we don't want the ceiling falling on us. I would be terrified, you know? I mean, me personally, I don't know. Yeah. Yep. I I, I agree. So uh, props, to, props to everyone involved for... Uh... Staying professional, all that stuff. Luke, it's the all finals. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell uh, you real quick what my weekend was like as far as like how I, how like I accomplished like what I did? So, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> so the semifinals were at 4 a.m. on Saturday mm -hmm. morning. Okay, so what I did is that I uh, went to bed at like 9 p.m. I think on Friday. I woke up at, you know, whatever, 4 o'clock, watched the show. Then I went to work after that and worked all day, and it was so fucking busy, dude. Oh, my God. I talked the second that I got to work. The second that I left, I was talking the whole time, and I was like, I thought I was getting sick. My throat's all fucked up, and I get home, and I'm like, okay, well, I, I recorded another podcast. Um, there's a new episode of The Road Home from Wrestling. It's a, a review of the movie uh, David. You Cannot Kill David Arquette, so I recorded that, uh, put that up, and then I went to sleep for like two hours and woke up, and then this New Japan show was at 1, 1 a.m., so then I did, 
<laughs> so then I did that, which made me fall asleep during the main event, So, which is okay with me. But um, I did wake up in time to see the end and get upset and then go back to sleep. But uh, that was my schedule, and I can't believe dude, I'm awake right now. So, Dude, you woke up, saw the end, went to bed, and then missed what happened after the match. No, I saw and- it. You saw it? Yeah, I have. I So here's my little trick that I do, okay? So I have a iPad that I usually turn on and turn the, the show on with the sound down, and I'll put that in my bathroom because I have to pee in the morning. I drink tons of water in the morning. I love to drink water, so I'm always drinking lots of water, and then I have to pee. So I put that in there just in case I need to go do my business, and so I have the TV going. So what happened was, is I got done watching it, I woke up, I saw the end, I came back in, and I was like, I'll pee real quick, and then I saw that while I was peeing. So, But I just mm. didn't message anybody, because I didn't want to get in a conversation, I just wanted to go to bed. So, Yeah, alright. So let's do it. We're still in Sendai, New Japan Cup, night 14, it's the final. And so, I got the times mixed up, it happens, Yeah. because I'm a big dummy, and I, I see you're pretty active and Twitter's a bit active too. I'm like, what's the fuck? Like, it's start, uh, what are you doing on so early? And you go, what do you mean? The show's you try, on. You tried to make fun and, of me. You were like, oh, you're two hours early, idiot. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Guess who the real idiot is? <laughs> that was fun. And like, uh, because I thought it was starting at six, you know, uh, I, I thought, you know what? I'll cook my dinner now. I'll eat it at grand you know, old person time. Uh, and, and yep, so I sat down, uh, Charity and I were planning on watching something and I was just like, nah, New Japan Cup's on. So I turned it on just to see a tour of the islands. So, um, yeah, I mean, I could have gone back to watch it, but because of how things all shook out and my reaction and my feelings, I was just like, yeah, I'll just let Mr. Andy handle the start. (laughs) Well, uh. You know, first match was Gabriel Kidd, Yuya Iramora, uh, Suji versus Dookie, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. and Taichi. And Taichi wins with a dangerous backdrop. And I, there was this little conversation. We did have English commentary on the show. And there's a little conversation between Kevin Kelly and um, and uh, Chris Charlton about this move. The, and, and so, you know, Chris Charlton was like, like Kevin Kelly's like, what is that move called? And he's like, well, it's the dangerous backdrop. And uh, it's a dangerous suplex or whatever and and you know what's his name chris charlton was like well that's called a backdrop suplex it is it is but in japan you call it a saito suplex it's the masa saito finisher come on yeah come on it's just like me calling a sliced bread uh, uh, the acid drop the sliced bread yeah you know? and they're not even but well, i'm not getting paid the <laughs> in these cases these are exactly the same move those those that you mentioned are not but um it's it's just like how do you not i don't know that was just weird Maybe yeah. maybe Masasaito's got heat. That could be it. I don't know. <laughs> All right, what's the second match? Uh, it is uh, Hanma. Hey, look, it's Hanma. And Kojima, Mr. Bread, the guy with the dog that goes... And uh, they are facing the guys that, uh, uh, you know, Mr. Brad will be feuding with. You know, he'll be like at his funeral and Okan and Jeff Cobb will be beating on his casket trying to get him to fight him. It's Okan and Jeff Cobb, a tour of the islands on Hanma, and uh, that's when you wake up. Dude, you know how great Okan, like, will get someone in the corner facing the turnbuckle yes. and, like, sit on him? Yes. Yeah, that's what Okan does to... Kojima's casket. Uh, 
They're trying to the pole bears are so, trying to pick it up and he's sitting on it like nope. <laughs> oh, what an episode of the dads. It turns out Kojima's not dead. He's just on vacation and that casket's empty, but all the dads are upset. They're so mad, but they can't bury him because Okan won't get off the casket. Oh my god. <laughs> Amazing. Oh my god, yes. Alright, so look, I know the next one is a Look, this match kind of confuses and scratches my brain, and yeah. So we got uh, Toriyanu, uh, Toshi, according to my notes, but that's Yoshihashi and Sho versus Kenta, Pimpy, and Evil. Look, it's solid stuff, but this is designed. This match is designed to uh, to set up the next challenges for the six man never golds, and if that team is Kenta, Pimp Juice, and Evil. I think that's really fucking stupid. <clears throat> now, Kenta and Pimp Juice? Yeah, I see it. No problem. Evil gave up that stank belt. The reason Yoshihashi has it is because he won a tournament because Evil, who was three belts evil, was just like, well, I've got these two awesome pieces of gold, and this one I just wiped my ass with, so fuck this belt. Because, you know, he left Bullet, uh, LIJ to go to Ball Club. So why does he care about that title? It just fucking... Yeah. Can I answer this? Yes. So, um, Evil is an asshole. And uh, oh, yeah, he is right. one of these guys that'll be like, uh, on Monday, he's like, my favorite color is green. And, uh, you know, somebody gives him a gift that's green. And he says, what the fuck is this? My favorite color is blue. You know, he will get ga- he gaslights us and that's what bad guys do. And so I think that when you're double champion, you don't give a fuck about these belts until it's something you can take away from someone like Yoshihashi. Fair um, then it's it's something that you want to do. And we also have Kent to take something well from Yoshihashi. And that Ooh. was his giant pole. <laughs> yes, he does. Now, so you would say evil, like if, if I got to the classroom early and I sat down in a in an empty chair, do you think evil would be that guy who was just like, look, motherfucker, you're in my seat. So I get up and sit down and then he'd come up to me. He's like, you're still in my yeah, seat, absolutely. bitch, get up. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what All he's right. doing here. All right. Um, I'll shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> so fair enough. Uh, yep. All right. Yeah. Well, the next. I don't match... need to hold on to stuff that is stupid. Like if you get that's it, that makes sense to my brain. Uh, let's do it. He is evil after all. He is. Uh, everything's evil. Turns out. All right. Next match was Toa Hanare tagging with David Finley and Ajusa Robinson versus Lij. It's Bushi Sonata and Tetsu Naito. Uh, Sonata pins Toa Hanare with the Okana Bridge, and uh, that sure was a match. And he c- cracks another tantrum. Uh, he's Empire inbound, isn't he? I don't know, because we could talk about this now. Um, we did have, at the beginning of the show, we forgot to talk about show returned, all right? So you mm-hmm. missed this, and what it was, it was very strange. We hear some music, and it's 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 the Rapongi 3K theme, and here comes show, or excuse me, yo, and he comes out, but he's dressed in all black, okay? And he doesn't look happy at all. He comes out, and he's just kind of like walking real solemnly, and the crowd is like, what the fuck is this? You know, and they like barely recognize him, because he's not wearing his like you know, club kid shit. And he gets on the mic and he's like, Hey, I'm back. Yay. Whatever. And he's like, uh, yeah, I sure am going to, uh, challenge for those titles. The, you know, look out bullet club. Here I come. And shows not with him. You mean Suzuki gun? 
Yes, whoever's got him. Um, I don't care about titles. Anyway, so uh, the yeah, Suzuki Gun, he's like, you sure? I sure am going to get him. And Sho's not with him. He's in all black, and he's not happy. And and Empire doesn't have a, uh, a junior. A junior. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think it would be an awesome feud. Obviously, Sho versus Yo would be an outstanding feud. And if somehow, yep. you know, Yo screws Sho mm-hmm. over, how dare you go on and have a singles career without me? How dare you do this? You know, that kind of thing is an easy uh, motivation Price for him to itself, do that. dude, yeah. And he can join Empire because they <laughs> don't have a junior. However... We also have this possible red herring of Hanare. I had someone that I love and respect suggest something so stupid to me today that I just wanted to throw my phone at the wall. And they suggested that Hanare... What did I say? Hanare... (laughs) I'm sorry. They suggested that Hanare would become a junior and fill that spot. And has that ever happened? Has someone ever gone from heavyweight to junior? I mean... I don't think Hanare's lost weight. No. That was stupid, you person that I love and respect. Why did you say that? <laughs> um, so, anyway, maybe Hanari's going to Empire, and then they're an all-heavyweight faction. And that's kind of cool. I get that. But then again, they can't compete. And then they have to take breaks during the junior stuff and all that stuff. So I, I'm interested to see what they do. So we kind of have two storylines that are heading in the same direction. Which, well, What do you think? Uh, how, how do you gonna... think it's going to go as far as, like, do you think? That is <laughs> that could be another red herring. Um, uh, I I could easily see Mr. Robbie Eagles joining the Empire. I mean, that would mean that he's playing kind of faction hot potato, but it makes sense because he's got a uh, a relationship with that guy. Yeah. Um, I would kind of like him to stick with uh, Chaos because hey, uh, him and him and Show tagging sometimes would be pretty fucking rad to me. But uh, you know, I'm look. As soon as Mr. Eagles comes back, I don't give a fuck where he is. I yeah. just want to see well, him. So. And I forgot to mention, too, that Okan did mention in his backstage comments that he is teasing a new member of yeah. Empire. So there's definitely someone going to join. We don't know who it is, but they have some kind of plan. Look, uh, I don't like the leader of that group, but I really I love Cobb and Okan. And Hanare's just... look. Hanare's doing the same thing that he's been doing since I started watching New Japan. <laughs> That's true. That's very Jack true. shit. We thought he was going to turn it at Wrestle Kingdom, remember? Yeah. <laughs> and if they put him in the Empire, I'm all right with it because, like, that's them giving him something to do, a direction, <laughs> a team. Uh, you know, like, I, I, I can dig that. Uh, look, he's a young man. He actually, he's the same age as Jay White, so they're both young men, but I feel like... Hanaro's been a big stagnant. He's a young dude. He's hungry. Give him something. You know, give him an opportunity to rise above it or fall flat on his face. Either way, like, I want to see, I want to see it. Like, and uh, I don't think he'll fall flat on his face. I think he's got some pretty good moves. Uh, he's hard hitting and he's definitely a motherfucking heavyweight. So, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I just had to mention a couple things there, but you're right. We are at, um, what Bushi Sonata Naito and oh yeah we, we've been talking about that. what I don't my brain's just fucked but yeah uh, you know he doesn't just crack a tantrum by the way at the end of it he's he's headbutting the fucking the you know the the ring post <laughs> you know all this kind of shit this mess man is is so angry and it's so obvious that they might not do what you expect with him like put him in the emperor or something but I feel like they're gonna do something with him. 
and just that possibility i'm excited for because like i want to see something from the big lug so yep all right so next we have an uninterrupted match uh no earthquakes but uh we've got the uh, team of god okada and tanahashi versus bad luck file jay whito and <clears throat> jay Thomas. uh I like how you said change on so I thought I'd say it like that too. That was funny. <laughs> and I, part of my notes is no point reading it because I've already made that point of Jay and Tanner fighting over the Nevergold. But, uh, yeah. So another part of me, though, thinks Tanahashi might win that match and then finally win that wear that Never belt around his waist. I think I'm all right with it. Uh, I like long Never Reigns, then they very seldom. And, you know... Jay's already beaten Tanner recently. I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm happy either way. I can't believe I just said that. Hey, listen, uh, Luke. Fact, get, if if Jay wins that title, guess who's coming for it? Ishi. Ishi's fucking coming yeah. for it, man. So. Oh, you know, dude. Yes. Yeah. Oh, There's stuff to maybe do. Maybe not here. first defense, but Ishi should come maybe on the second defense or something. Oh, yeah. yeah sorry. Um. Yeah. So look, there's some silver lining with these shows, guys, and it involves my favorite title. So yeah, there is. Like I, uh, if anyone expected me to be just like Mister Grumpy Shit Fest for two hours, they're gonna be disappointed because like that that one nugget right there was kind of enough to kind of snapped me out of it a bit. So, uh, yeah. Awesome. So, right. yeah. Well, uh, let me, let me kind Hannah of take, take Sorry, over yeah. here and talk about this main event. Um, I yeah. know you don't want to talk about it, but we'll, I'll kind of set everything do that? up and then we can knock it down. Okay. All right. So before you do that, yep. I'll just, uh, say this, uh, I can't wait for a car to grow a set of balls and do something, but he better be quick because the crew Genesis, we're going to get a new title. If you're going to make a move, man, you should make a move. Uh, but uh, I know New Japan likes to do its uh, kind of slower style, long form storytelling. Look, Kamigoye on Chase, and all right, dude. Yeah, um, if we want some positive things said about this match, which for one person in this match, I think deserves it. Uh, I think it's best if you uh, if you talk about it. Go for it, dude. All right. So the main event's Shithead versus Shingo, and uh, you know, obviously everyone wanted Shingo to win. You know, unless you have no heart and uh, you're a fuckhead. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it's fine. People can like who they like. I get it. If you don't think, um, you know, uh, being a predator of sorts is a bad thing, then that's up to you. That's something you got to deal with in your life. But um, so the main event did have some really cool stuff in it. You know, for example, we had Shithead. I, I've never seen this before. This is incredible. I've never seen this. I don't know how he did it. He gets hit with a lariat and does the Rikishi bump, but lands on his feet. He does a complete flip and lands on his feet and keeps running. I, I, I didn't know that was possible. That's incredible. That alone is kind of a reason to watch this, but I'm not going to tell you to watch this. It's up to you, of course, you know, if you want to watch it. Um, and uh, they both have all these super gnarly bumps. There's tons of them. And it's a juniors match. This is not a heavyweight match. This is a juniors match is what's going on. Yeah. Um, we have all these bumps to the outside. There's one, you know, there's a 450 through a table. It's fucking bonkers. Um, and uh, shithead wins, right? And that's upsetting. We're all mad. But what's really weird is that after the match, we have Abushi. He was on commentary during the match, and he comes into the ring. And they have a standoff, and shithead's like, yeah, man, I broke my nose, whatever, I'm going to break your nose, whatever. And, uh, and 
the Empire, who was ringside for this match, sitting, by the way, they did not get involved, and they uh, they came into the ring, and uh, for some reason, um, Shithead just decided to give his, uh, his, you know, Mrs. Shithead a cutter, you know? And, and I guess the idea is that he's trying to say, like, yeah, I don't give a fuck about anything. All I care about is those titles. I don't even care about her. But no one said he did. And no one, it's like he was answering a question that no one uh, no one asked him. And it, it it's just, it's a way to write her off. I get it. But it's super lazy and doesn't make any sense. Now, here's what I'd like to say about violence with women and pro wrestling. Um, I, my opinion about wrestling, and this is my opinion, and, and you don't have to share it, it's okay, and I'm talking to everybody, and that is that a wrestler is a wrestler. I don't care if they're a woman, I don't care if they're a man, I don't care if there's something else in between. I, I don't care, you know, uh, I don't care if they're non-binary gender, whatever they are, they are a wrestler to me. So therefore, you know, if, if as long as someone is using wrestling moves, that in the context of wrestling, then that's kind of like fair game, you know. Uh, to me, that's okay. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not domestic violence, which is what I saw kind of reading all over. Now, here's the problem: is that there's a wrinkle in here, and the wrinkle is is that we have this person who's been accused of some terrible things, um, and uh, he's the one committing the violence that could be mistaken for. Uh, domestic violence and that's a problem and that's stupid and that is what is tone deaf i see a lot of people saying oh well the violence itself is tone deaf no that's not true it's who did it that's what's tone deaf it's It's context yeah it's really dumb uh that they would choose to have him do that i don't understand what the point of that is other than to get her off tv which all they could have done was just have her disappear no one's gonna be wondering where she's at no one gives a fuck so why would that matter i mean it's not like the it's not like when um you know uh abe miho or whatever had to be gone they just fucking kicked her ass at a bullet club nobody did that you know so well miho abe's with suzuki goon you mean peter but i see a point i miss both ladies immensely yeah. by the way but yeah so you know and and i just i've had lots of conversations with people who don't think that women belong in pro wrestling and and they make their points and all of their points seem to me to be out of a a bit of uh insecurity like this is my thing. It's the same thing as like when you're a kid and you're playing, you're in your treehouse and you say no girls allowed. It's the same fucking thing. And so, you know, I I just think that New Japan needs to make a choice. Do they have women or do they not have women? They need to make that choice. And and I've never been mad at, at, at New Japan for not having women because usually that's the way it is. They don't have women and the women don't get involved in the matches other than Miho used to help. Um, tai Chi by like just sitting next to him and kind of you know cheering him on that's all she did she didn't get involved in matches and stuff like that and so I just I, I, I just this doesn't really belong in Japanese wrestling that's the other thing too is this is one of those things that's kind of like well this doesn't what does this got to do with anything so that's kind of my general thoughts about it I'm perfectly okay with a woman taking a cutter in a ring. That's perfectly fine. She's not hurt. She's fine. She knew what was coming. I mean, what's the big deal? But, you know, the fact that it was him, that's the problem. And the fact that New Japan doesn't know that that's going to be a problem or they don't care, that is an issue to me as well. What do you think about all this, Luke? Um, <clears throat> look, 
I made a stupid joke to Charity before we started recording, and she laughed and said, oh, that's not quite the same thing, and I made the dumb joke to you, and you laughed and you said, oh, that's not quite the same thing, but I'm going to make the... Look, I'm going to make this dumb joke anyway That's on the funny. show, Mr. Andy. And look, the, the the joke was was like, like I said to you, hey, hey, Mr. Andy, I reckon I can beat you in a game of chess. You know why? Because I just slapped my wife. And uh, yeah, I know it's not quite the same, and that's kind of a dumb joke. But um, and don't worry, everyone. There's there's no slapping around in the house, unless it's consensual and naughty. But we're not going in there. All but, right. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that, that's not. Even, but, um, I yeah, I I I just saw it and I was like, what the fuck? You've got the guy who's got like a scandal about him doing that to a woman, even though she, they probably cleared it. It was okay, like between B and. Um, sorry, that lady and everyone backstage. Like, you know? it's it, it's not as if like she was not expecting it, and of course it's a wrestling move. So she's fine. She's not hurt at all. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was really questionable. I didn't like it. And this is minutes after I've had my dreams crushed of uh, the, <laughs> of the dragon winning. You know what? Uh, there's another thing that sucks to me about this, Mister Andy. And it's totally unrelated to the the whole uh, women in wrestling thing. All right. So these two men have met at the finals of two tournaments, and that guy's won both of those matches. Now, I I think Shingo beat him in the G1, but that that wasn't a final. You know what this means to me? I'm ready. It means to me sometime in the future we're going to get another fucking final of a tournament between these two men. Maybe. Maybe for the story or something like that, or it might be over a time. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't want it. Like, and after the match, I'm thinking to myself, not only do I not want God as the champion, uh, I don't want God to unify the belt and be champion. I don't want that guy anywhere near those, the new belt or the old ones. Like that's how I feel about it. Uh, Yeah. I just felt like the, the cutter was in kind of in bad taste. Just especially since this guy's got, yeah, some it's um, outside the ring shit about it. Didn't about help it. anybody. Who did that help? Nobody. You know, just write her off the show. Yeah, yeah. What? You know what you do instead? You, Cobb, and Okan, just beat the shit out of him. Yeah, just beat him up. Hold the titles up. I'm taking this motherfucker. Like, yeah, uh, they didn't have to go there. Um, I guess I saw a lot of, a lot of positive comments about the match on the Tweety and that's fine. Uh, the in-ring is good. Mind you, my favorite move of the match isn't even done by that guy. It's done by Shingo and that was a poison runner. Oh my uh, God. That's right. He did a reverse run. <laughs> a poison runner by a man who is not known for commonly doing runners. And I thought that was the best moment of the match. And then five seconds later, uh, Stormbreaker. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I didn't even hear the promo. Uh, you, <laughs> I just put the TV on mute. I'm like, I'm not listening. To yeah, I didn't talk. listen to it either. But and, and just, just to kind of explore this a little more, I didn't talk much about Shingo and his role. Okay, so this says a couple things about him. It either says he's not as valuable as shithead to New Japan. 
That's one thing it could possibly say. And that his role is more of the Ishii Goto role, that he's kind of a guy that builds other guys up because he's already over. The classic, you don't need a belt to be over, brother, brother, kind of thing. Yeah, the so, Roddy Piper thing, I guess, yeah. Yeah, so that's a thing. Or it could be that when Shingo gets a title match for the big belt, he needs to win it. And no, and Ibushi is not going to yes. lose his first meaningful title uh, title defense. So, because no. no offense to Sonata, but that was not meaningful. This is going to be his. It's Genesis will be his first meaningful defense, and so you know I I don't think that they want him losing that. So in this case, a younger guy that kind of you know is not really going to be hurt by that loss by people for people who like him. Um, I think that makes a little more sense. Whereas when Shingo gets that shot, if he ever does, because I mean that is a money match. Uh, I don't care who the champion is, you know, whoever that is versus Shingo, that's a fucking money match that everybody wants to see, and he's gonna win that because you can't, you know. I I just feel like like I said, it either means that he is more valuable than shithead or less, one or the other. God, look. Well, I'm gonna. Do it this way. All right. Who did that guy wrestle? Uh, Tenzan? Well, we, we knew he was going to beat Tenzan. Uh, ZSJ? Fine. That could go either way. Uh, <clears throat> Sonata? Fine. That could go either way. And then uh, finally, in that bracket, Finley. David Finley. Yeah. Whereas motherfucking Shingo beats Okada <laughs> in the first round. Right. Massive. <laughs> Hiroki Goto in a never-as-fuck match. Massive. Kenta, fucking amazing war, and then evil. So, who beat the bigger names? Who like like it, it? It's the dragon, and so that makes me think. All right, well, he got a win over Okada in the first round of the New Japan Cup. I know that happens all the time, and I know Naito lost to Great Okan, which which I quite like because you you need Okan to rack up some wins, especially if you're serious about him. And I hope you are because he's turning out to be quite a joy to watch. But uh, yeah, I just thought like the road Shingo took to get to the final only to lose to a fucking douchebag. Fuck, that took the wind out of my sails, dude. And I was a bit down and gutted and I woke up this morning feeling kind of energized and thinking like, you know what? I hate this direction they're going in with unifying the titles and then having a douchebag try to, uh, you know, uh, take those titles away from God. But there's a silver lining, and I've said it before, Jay White versus Tanahashi for the Nevergold. So, you know, there are other aspects of New Japan I can focus my uh, love and energy on. And if this match seems like uh, awesome source to you, awesome. Yeah, Watch well, it, and, love it, get into it, good. Um, but I don't think that title matches for me. No, <laughs> Sorry. well, and the other thing that we've kind of gone out of our way to prove today, I think, is that at least that was my intention, was that no matter what happens in New Japan, we're going to find a fun way to cover it. So, you yep. know what I mean? Like, one way or the other, we'll find a fun way to cover it, even if it's not so fun. And, uh, you know, if anything... We are going to have some awesome match recommends. So uh, we got some really good ones this week. Do oh, you yeah. have anything else to discuss about the New Japan Cup? Any, any kind of? Do you want to go back and think about some of the best matches, or you just want to move on and uh, we can hit these uh, uh, match recommends? Well, I'd put uh, Jay and Tana in 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 the in the, in the ring f for some of the best stuff I saw. Uh, really liked. Uh, I really liked Greater Khan versus Naito. Uh, 
now uh, I really like Shingo Goto, really like Shingo Kenta, I really liked uh, Suzuki Kenta. Suzuki Hanma is like one of my favorites. Suzuki Hanma awesome. as well. Uh, you, you might notice that I'm not mentioning a lot of that guy's matches and uh, I won't, but uh, David Finley versus Jay White as well. And yeah, so I wish I could name a lot more Ishii matches, but the poor bastard got eliminated in the first round, which um, which kind of sucks. But yeah, uh, you know, so there were quite a few fucking good, really good matches. Uh, but um, in the end, it might be my least favorite you know, uh, New Japan Kevin... Cup since I started watching New Japan. <laughs> yeah, it was not that great. And, and Kevin Kelly kept saying that there could be only one. He kept fucking saying that over and over again during the broadcast um that was annoying but um i thanks you know, christopher lambert yeah lambert you know um but yeah it, you know i just one Excuse thing me. i would like to say is that just so you know and we probably talked about this last year the new japan cup is not a big deal in in the kind of overall things that are a big deal in new japan it's what it's it's below the g1 it's below wrestle kingdom it's kind of below that sakura genesis it's it's you know it's kind of like your money of the bank or something like that it's kind of a lower rung thing that is a big deal to some extent so you know to me like if i want shingo to win something big i want him to win the fucking g1 that's what i want if he wins the new japan cup oh my great God. but that's not to me, that's not where the high value is placed, is, is the New Japan Cup. Just my opinion. I'm sure there's evidence to prove me wrong in past past years, but that's just my opinion. Now, you still could do the Jay White-Tanahashi feud for the Never Gold after Jay White loses the final. Uh, I don't know. For me, I, I understand you've got a new faction. You've kind of done them dirty a little bit with um, some early losses and shit. You've got to build them up. You've got a new faction. You've got to do that. And I, I, I totally get it and understand it. But my dream match for that final, Dragon versus Switchblade, oh, I, I, I think it would have been better because, hey, yeah. Well, That's just how be, I feel. They might be in the same uh, block in the G1. We'll see. That's coming oh, up. You know, we'll, we'll be here before we know it, you know? Yeah. So, Look, part right. of me hopes that um, that guy and Shingo are in the same block of the G1 because I really don't want them in the final. Uh, sorry, I'll change that. I really don't want one of them in the final. Right, right. Uh, because, uh, of course, I'm like, if, if, if there's a guy I get emotional, if there's two guys I get it like, really stroppy and tanty about when they lose it's it's definitely the dragon and the switchblade <laughs> all right so every week yeah. we do match recommends and yep. uh last week we had some pretty good ones and this week we got some really fun ones too um to kind of reset everything for us luke what was your match recommendation from last week all right so i've been doing quite a few of these because i missed his run in uh new japan pro wrestling so every now and again uh, I'll pull one of these matches out, and I pulled out a 2015 G1 Climax match. It's uh, July 20th. It is Katsuyori Shibata versus AJ Styles. And uh, I thought this match was really cool. What surprised me, though, is it's not one-sided, but one guy gets a little bit more offense in than the other guy, and I thought there'd be a bit more back and forth, but yeah... AJ was kind of dominant in this one, uh, which I didn't mind. Uh, I think these two, it just sucks to me when I type in Shibata and AJ Styles that uh, this is their only singles match right, together yeah. because uh, 
I would love it if they had a trilogy like uh, AJ and Naito did because uh, I would love to see Shibata get his win back in the second one. Then they have a third one, and it's like, right, right where we go. But we don't. We only have the one. AJ kicks his butt. Uh, there's a uh, there's a really there's a calf crusher. Then this gnarly looking DDT at the end, and Shibata's pretty weakened from both of those. And Styles clash. Uh, AJ wins. It's really cool match. It's kind of Shibata absorbing a lot of AJ's offense and and uh, trying to get the upper hand and take out AJ. But AJ seems to have his number and and able to kind of uh, counter what Shibata's doing and uh, uh, resume the ass kicking. Uh, I thought it was great. Yeah, I really liked it. What about you? Um. This match has a great story, which I'll get to here in a second. Uh, one of the fun things about it is watching all the baby wrestlers around the outside. You got uh, Great O'Conn, you got Sho and Yo, you got Jay and Finley. They're all on the <laughs> outside, so yeah. it's just pretty cool as young lions. Um, it's also night one of the G1 that year. So this match is like, it holds meaning because it's like kind of like going to set the tone for these guys that are both potential yeah. winners, uh, which by the way, uh, Shibata in the tourney with eight points and AJ Styles ended with 12 um, and neither one won the tournament. So um, let's see here. Uh, and you can, okay. So a couple of things just real quick about the story of the match. And I want to talk about something interesting that I noticed about this match. So uh, AJ Styles, his plan is to take away the PK, take away the penalty mm -hmm. kick. And so he just starts working on Shibata's leg. He takes him to the outside, fucks his leg up right and left. Shibata's selling his ass off. It's awesome. It's not long, but it seems really long because all this shit happens in it, like all kinds of stuff. It's really good. And to me, it's the epitome of a great back and forth strong style match. Now, to me... One of the, there's many ways you can tell a match is great, right? And, you know, it's, it's one of the great ways, the indicators is the crowd reactions, the crowd responses. And when a crowd responds to simple hold reversals, that's when the wrestlers got them in the palm of their hand. And that's what this match was. You know, it, it, it's like early in this match, Shibata gets a, a huge pop for just reversing a hold. And, you know, it's like we were talking about earlier. He's not going to win with that, but the crowd's like, yeah. You know? <laughs> and it's really fun. Um, this match is outstanding, and I oh, am going to go ahead and yeah. give it the Never As Fuck seal of approval. Yeah, please do. Never As Fuck. Well, uh, mine was kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum a little bit. My recommendation from last week was from the Super J Cup. First stage, April 16th, 1994, Ryogoku uh, Tournament. And that is the first round. It's Jushin Thunder Liger representing New Japan Pro Wrestling versus Hayabusa representing Frontier Martial Arts Pro Wrestling. Um... So this is one another one of those like FMW versus New Japan matches like we talked about before in those tag matches. Um, yeah. And Hayabusa, if you've never heard of him, here's some of his contributions to wrestling. He invented the Falcon Arrow. He invented the Phoenix Splash. He invented the Firebird Splash, which most people call the 450 Splash. He invented all okay. that shit, okay? So like between him and, um, and Ultimo Dragon... Like, the entire junior lexicon of moves was invented between, the, like, those two guys. And um, yeah. they're really important to the history of wrestling. Um, FMW is also, this is kind of uh, topical, this is where Onita 
uh, wrestled, and he is kind of the innovator of the exploding ring deathmatch, which is interesting, you know. And this match, to me, is like a lot of the older junior matches that we watch. It starts off hot, and it slows way down, and it speeds up again at the end, and that's it. Um, Hayabusa is real botchy in this match at points, and he almost dies, but then they use that as part of the match, and that's like yeah. why Liger wins. <laughs> it's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, as, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, holy fuck, that's a botch, and he's dead. But no, it leads right yeah. into the ending of the match, which makes me think it's one of those... New Japan sometimes does. Naito is a guy who really yeah. does this really well. The the uh, the fake botch. Correct. Uh, so, uh, my first thought was like, oh fuck, he's dead. Oh no no no, that was that was a plan because just cool as a cucumber. Liger comes up, <laughs> couple brutal looking power bombs and a fisherman buster, and Liger just fucks his shit up. Uh, I thought, yeah, I thought this was great, and right away. Fucking the first thing Harry Booster does is dive on the outside onto uh, <laughs> he did onto uh, Liger. He did uh uh Busa does a top rope spin kick, a top rope moonsault attempt, a top rope reverse Rana attempt, a, a near death bot shooting star press all off the top rope. <laughs> yep. And Ashley really liked that match too, even though she was asleep <laughs> at the time. And yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, so Different ends of the spectrum, but two really, really cool matches. Uh, Hayabusa even power bombs himself in this match off the top rope. He like yeah. just, <laughs> you know, he did, you know, getting when somebody does that thing where they catch a guy in a power bomb, the guy's just power bombing himself, you know. And so Hayabusa does that for Liger off the top rope. <laughs> guy yep. didn't give a fuck. It's awesome. Yeah, <clears throat> it's really cool shit. All right, dude. Uh, I think we went on different ends of the spectrum for this too, because I I felt like after the New Japan Cup final and after I've watched these preview matches, I felt like I needed to go to a place that's pretty far removed from current day New Japan, and I I did something I never usually do. Like I went to the search function on New Japan World and I clicked on the tag titles, and if you keep scrolling down, like um, scroll down, scroll down, I'm like, oh. Okay, that looks interesting. It's 91 Starcade in the Tokyo Dome. Nice. The 21st of March, 1991. It's an IWGP Tag Team Champion match. It's Kensuke Sasaki and Steven Hiroshi versus the Steiner Brothers. Uh, now, I, I guess a lot of people will think the first thing they go to with Steiner is like Big Papa Pump and... Uh, amazing promos like the maths one and all that kind of fun, funny, funny shit. But you go to you go to friggin' early '90s Rick Steiner, Scott Steiner shit, and oh my god, it's just yeah, that's a sweet spot for he's me. Amazing. <laughs> he's a ama- he's like Hayabusa, you know, but he's gigantic, so it's <laughs> it's crazy. Um, yeah, like a, a runner off the top rope is called the Frankensteiner, right? like. There's a reason for that, yeah. So yeah. this will be fun, and I'm interested to find out more about Starcade in Japan. I, I don't yeah. know anything about that. And also, this this is, took place on this same day. 
I mean, well, I know you're in the future, Luke, but right now in America, it's also March 21st. And uh, yeah. I can't do math, but that seems to me that that's 30 years ago to the day. So that's crazy. Holy shit. <laughs> I did not plan that yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah, that's lucky. So, well, that'll be fun to watch. And my recommendation for the week, first of all, <clears throat> I have to apologize to Jay from Twitter because I thought maybe I would find a cool Rapongi 3K match to uh, find, but something was more important, you know? So I would say, Jay, look at their rec, you know, look at any of their matches versus the young bucks, which are very good. Any of their matches versus, uh, you know, they have matches versus bullet club, which are very good as well. And of course the Suzuki gun boys have, uh, wrestled them many times. Check those out. Good shit. Um, but, uh, what I do have is, is a recommendation that's better. It's something that has been on the back burner since we started the show, and it's something that we finally got to do. And I thought this would be a great way to, you know, no matter how shitty New Japan gets, um, because it may get bad. I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm a little concerned. But either way, like I said, we want to make this fun. So we need to reset a little bit. We need to go back to a time when New Japan was at its best. And so um, I think it's finally time, uh, Luke, and we're going to go back to uh, 2017 Wrestle Kingdom 11. It's uh, Kenny Omega versus Okada, the first match. And uh, so we're going to hit this first, oh, and dude. it may take us a while to get to the second one, but we're going to go ahead and hit this one first. And if you've never seen this, I don't know what you're doing with your life, um, but uh, we're going to talk about it in depth, which I cannot wait to do. It's going to be awesome. Yep. And I just want to piggyback on your uh comment about uh women in wrestling uh, as a final kind of thing and just say if you don't like women's wrestling go fuck yourself uh, right. that's that's from me to all of you who don't like that stuff and maybe from both of us yep yeah. because AEW's main event last week was Britt baker versus thunder rosa in a fucking lights out kind of death match thing there's like tables thumbtacks amazing selling and wrestling they both look like a million dollars uh, and I thought it was fucking awesome. And if you don't like shit like that, like, get out of here. Just <laughs> fuck off. So uh, with that said, I will end the show with Ingato, we trust, slash, you're on probation, motherfucker. <laughs> Pontacard. <laughs>